tonight on Rogue Padron. Everyone. Oh, we're doing we're doing the NPR oh, voice again. <laughs> for better or for worse, in sickness and in running cons, teamwork makes the pie work. Oh, the best kind of work. <laughs> and uh, what can't you do with a straffle hide? This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six standing by. Rogue Seven standing by. Rogue Nine standing by. Rogue Three standing by. Listeners, welcome to season 25, mission five, episode 190 of Rogue Padron. Wow. Tonight we'll be going over the Princess and the Scoundrel, chapters 25 through 30, uh, which is about halfway through. There are so many chapters in this book. There are so um, many fucking chapters in this book. But they've all been pretty juicy. Mm, no, I don't like that. Uh they've all been pretty good. Uh, so hey, guess what? What? As old as the oldest tortoise in the world. Holy shit. Happy I just Googled ter- it. Tortoise versity, versary, the button. oldest tortoise is 35 years old. No, the no. oldest tortoise is 190 years old. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan the ter- tortoise. I was like, that can't possibly be correct. <laughs> There's a lot of people older than the oldest turtle. Yeah. In the world. Doesn't feel like that big of an accomplishment yeah. <laughs> to be as old as the 35-year-old turtle. Because that's really not how our episodes work, you know? Years. <laughs> I mean, with the, with, the, with the state of the world as it is, it does feel like a yeah, year. Yeah, sometimes it episodes. feels like that, but... <laughs> His official record title is Oldest Chelonian, a category which encompasses turtles, terrapins, and tortoises. So like that's a pretty big deal. Way to go, Jonathan! Shit, it's beating out all of them. Way, way to go, Jonathan! Um, do we have to do we have to do something for our two hundredth episode? I feel like that's. I, prob- I mean, we'll we talk figure, about it later. We'll figure let's it out this later. We'll figure let's it out. This, let's hash this out right now. For our yeah, let's go this meeting right now. I'm oh, sure I had a really good right idea for it. No! Did I just keep it in my brain? Because if I kept it in my brain, it's gone. Post intros. Post intros. Post intros. Dang, just write it down. Put it in the wrong baby DM. That's a lot of work. I mean, maybe you didn't. We all just forgot because that's also possible. Well, hopefully we talked about it during an episode that was recorded. <laughs> um, but anyway, those intros. If Seth, Rogue Seven, was an alternative slash store bread name for tater tots, Holy she would shit. be Potato Puffs because that's just the cutest one. I like I like that. I think we have Potato Puffs. They're probably not the same ones, but. They could be. I mean, I don't know. I love I the word do. Puff. They're just Puffs. It's Puffs. Uh, Heath Rogue Three would be potato tots because it's trying really hard to sound more grown up, but like they're still fucking it's still tater, tater tots. tots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just tater tots. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ash Rogue Nine would be zesty tater barrels uh, because it's the most <laughs> yeehaw way to say it. <laughs> zesty tater barrels? It's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, I love some ZTBs. <laughs> Give me some zesty, zesty tater barrels. <laughs> Are they actually yeah. zesty? Did they make them zesty? They're like they're mildly seasoned, like yeah. the the same thing. Oh, right. Yeah. I love how it works because Italian being mildly seasoned and and the barrels for the southern. So yeah, it, it works out. It's the it's the perfect combination. Uh, Danny Rook Six would be tasty taters because they truly have the best branding out of all of them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it took a moment to sink yeah, in. I was, like, <laughs> well, I was like going through the group and I was like, I, I, I disagree, but I'll take the compliment. Yeah. No, I think I think Meg's right there. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be Krispy Crowns 
because I'm a queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you had a crown made of potatoes. A crisp queen. <laughs> I can make that happen. Yeah, I mean, well, can't yeah, we what, well, so what kind of potatoes would make the best kind of crown is the question. I mean, the, fries. The, I mean, Ooh. Yeah, raw potatoes fries, yeah. would make the best structural waffle fries sound you can like knit together. Crown. I mean, I've seen people make like instruments out of potatoes. Raw potatoes. You just make real crispy potato skins and then glue them together. Ooh, I love a potato skin. Yeah, it is delicious okay. to eat. Why we go, we're talking about a crown. Why are we going straight to structural? I want to know like what's the prettiest, most because it has to... flamboyant. Like I'm thinking like a twice baked potato crown, maybe. Ooh. Oh, it should <laughs> be one of those sour cream on the top of no, your head. It should yeah. be those when you spiralize a potato. Oh and yeah, like... the spiral cut fries. Yeah, and then like yeah. you just curly oh, fry yeah. crown around. A curly fry crown. Oh. Yeah. That's like okay, now I want fair. Arby's and I'm I'm so kill sorry. With you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so hungry and I had to wait till to eat dinner till after the podcast. I I wrote I these at like two in the morning. <laughs> Last night? Yeah, after oh, okay. we went yeah. grocery shopping and I bought some crispy crowns. So I was like, that would make a good house intro. <laughs> speaking so. of speaking of bad decisions made at two in the morning, I have a question about Star Wars. Oh boy. Um I I just kind of want to talk about what 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 is everybody's thoughts on Salacious B Chrome? Oh. I was just thinking <laughs> I, I was thinking about him this morning. Oh no we all have thoughts not, about him so no, what are they? Speak that to go. I mean his little laugh is funny. Honestly, I hate that guy. <laughs> Does yeah. the word salacious mean anything in real life? Yes, it does. Yeah. I just decided yes. that it it's like something. it's like yeah. gossipy, like, like scandalous. Yeah. Like the first thing that comes yeah. up when I Google is having or conveying undue or inappropriate interest in sexual matters. Yeah, it's salacious. It's it's yeah. shocking and oh, okay. like mm. yeah. Okay, so it's like a horny crumb. So salacious, <laughs> be, so salacious B. Crumb wants to fuck. That's what we've discovered yeah. here. He, he wants is, to gossip about fucking. That is so true. And especially like if you take into place. Do you think, wait a where, second. This is... where, salacious, where Salacious B. Crumb like is in Jabba's palace. Like he gets all the goss. A yeah. small fragment. Do you think, wait a second. I'm going to. Cracker. Okay. I'm going to immediately just... regret saying saying this. But do you think he does the laugh when he. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm taking this to Daddy. Daddy, did you just Google Crumb? <laughs> yeah, I Google Crumb. And Ash, the answer is yes. I do. The answer think is that. yes. And also, the answer is that's the only time he laughs. I don't like that. Which Daddy is made it work. No! The I, mean, I threw the ball up and Daddy served it. <laughs> spiked it. You're a Hinata on the court, just spike it. I just came back from my first volleyball game. So I'm all, Woo! I'm all warmed up here. Let's go. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I'm so... We're never going to be able to watch the first 30 minutes of Return of the Jedi again. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Well, if I... If I didn't already not like Salacious B. Crumb, I especially don't like Salacious B. Crumb now. <laughs> oh, I... Am I allowed to name this episode Salacious B. Cum? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. I can't stop you. I mean, like, I probably could, but I can't. <laughs> Am I allowed to tweet that from Rogue Pod right now? Yeah, tweet it. Yes. I'm not going to name the episode that, so just go ahead and tweet it. Let's get let's <laughs> rip this bandaid off. <laughs> I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm not uh, at gonna all. Try, you're you're going to try and name it that, and WordPress is going to fucking die again. I, I feel like... I feel like... <laughs> I feel like eventually we're going to get through everybody in Jabba's palace and say something horrific about them. Like we've already done size noodles. <laughs> Reese is there. Reese is there. We all fucking all my homies hate Reese. Um, I mean, I've seen a bunch of embarrassing stuff about Boba Fett, so I guess that counts because it's horrific for me. Personally. Like Boba Fett's, uh, but that's a fundamentalist Christian. Oh yeah, that's right. We did. Yeah, I mean I that mean, was canon for Boba while, Fett so embarrasses himself. Can't yeah. like Legends Boba Fett is yeah. embarrassing. Himself. Boba doesn't need our help. Yeah. Boba doesn't need our help. No, I'm That's... saying it's embarrassing for me the things that I've seen personally. Yeah. yeah. 
Just to confirm, I heard the phrase I'm about to tweet correctly. Salacious, <laughs> salacious become. Yeah, you're correct. Yes. Uh, okay. You're unfortunately correct. <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, what if that's not what they said and that's oh, what I tweeted? Did you tweet it yet? <laughs> not yet, no. Can you put a B at the end like crumb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't start the fucking episode no, we did. I mean, I mean, we're, we're not, well I mean, into we're it. About the book yet. We're not talking about the book yet. I think that's enough of our Star Wars question. <laughs> Great. That was not Ash. the direction I was expecting it to go. But I asked. Why that not? Question. No, Ash. That question was perfect. So. Here I was like emotionally, immediately prepared for some Andor question or something, and then you threw that out at us. Right. I was prepared to get really sad, but this is. I was like, so I much could. Add, no, literally, my brain was like, I could ask a really devastating stating question about andor or <laughs> no this is better this is better um all right so the princess and the sca- oh no the princess and the scoundrel starts off with public making out yay <laughs> um leia stops <laughs> han even though han protests saying that everybody knows she's on her honeymoon and so it's not surprising if people see them smooching uh, Leia says that somebody is always watching and Han agrees that that's the problem. <laughs> this is why they should stay in their cabin. Then he wouldn't have to worry about her because she wouldn't be too visible. She'd be in the cabin and they'd be smooching. Um, she immediately asks Han, what isn't he telling her? And thankfully, he does divulge that some guy at the Sabat game was going to kidnap and ransom her. And also two guys were talking about her and he and they knew that she was in the climate simulator. It's fine. It's no big deal. Super cash. Leia does not miss what Han breezed over very quickly (laughs) and asks if she needs to inform Alliance Intelligence about a potential kidnapper. And Han says that he took care of it and mentioned that he threatened to throw him into a skate pod. (laughs) Leia dismisses Kalad's threat, but still scolds Han for a thing that he didn't do, which is very hypocritical in Han's opinion. (laughs) Leia is frustrated because they're supposed to be creating good publicity, and murdering dissenters is apparently not it, which I don't know about that. Han asks why they're even there. Leia says that she's going to the brig to sort out this mess. We have the issue that he's not even that much of like a dissenter or even like an imperial scumbag. He's just a really desperate guy. Like, it's this is what the empire does to people. This is just a sad case of like how it fucks people's lives up. This isn't some like shitty bootlicker man. And Han's like real mean about it. I'm like, yeah, okay. He just threatened to kidnap Leia. There's no way he would have actually fucking gone through with it. He's just real desperate. Like, yeah, but he's mm, he's desperate. But Han's like, I would like him to die. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I don't feel bad for Kalad because he's desperate because he lost the contracts from Imperials to make worse tractor beams. And like that, I'm not very sympathetic to that. No, I'm not very sympathetic to that. But I do think um, it's the issue of like, uh, actually, I'll come back to that later. That is something that I would have yeah. been in later chapters. I'll come back to that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Han stays in the room a second longer than Leia does, taking in the artificial replica of Sinjax and wonders why all they did was bicker when they were surrounded by all of this beauty. Leia doesn't... Not at all a horrible sign of what's to come in the rest of it. (laughs) It's fine. Not at all worried about their relationship. Uh, Leia doesn't actually know where the brig is. Um, So Han leads her down one floor and it's extremely public which is good for the imperials but like bad for a cruise liner (laughs) pretty bad uh captain daddy is already there and he apologizes to leia for like all of this and she goes immediately into diplomacy mode and it ticks han off i don't know if you're talking about Meg. my favorite part of going on a cruise is when i get to go like sit down and look at all the people they threw in jail for committing petty crimes aboard the ship how many cruises have you been? <laughs> the idea that they didn't have a brig previously before the Empire, I'm like, well, you sh- weren't taking your security very seriously, were you? They're what were you going to do not. if someone was a dickhead? 
I don't even have a chief of security Just right throw now. Throw them in the water. That's wild. This Danny, there's no water. Space. Oh right, we're out of space cruise. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a little it's a little more deadly if you just throw someone out. Also, don't yeah, throw them in the water. <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't throw them in the water. Both situations, they'll die. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, uh, Kalad is looking at Leia in awe and horror, and immediately recognizes her. Leia says that he doesn't look like a violent man, and. Her serene gaze makes Han think of Kira and how she was the most dangerous when she smiled, too. Han could tell that Leia wanted to gut Kalad like a scalefish. Uncreative name, Star Wars. Scalefish. <laughs> scalefish. <laughs> all fish have scales. Like, yeah, I, I didn't know. even like, process that. I just, oh, yeah, scalefish. I mean, no. not all fish in Star Wars might not have scales. We don't know. I'm going to. This is a fucked up place. That's true. So Star Wars is fucked up. <laughs> If there's one thing we could all agree on. It's stars is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You you have to like you think about the skin fish, you're like, oh scalefish makes sense actually. Did you just say skin fish? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I regret it. <laughs> yeah. The scalefish, the skin fish, the feather fish, and that's just and a bird. The what plasmodium if, fish. What if every animal just had fish in the end? <laughs> <laughs> Furry fish is just a dog. That's a yeah. dog, dude. A bantha fish. <laughs> Because a furry fish, it makes it more sense to be a seal. Now I want, now I want like a hippocamp. Now you said bantha fish. Now I want like a bantha hippocampus situation. You know, like yes. tail of a fish, head of a horse, except it's a bantha. Oh yeah. We honestly need more like chimeras and manticores, like in in Star Wars. I mean, just imagine Jason Momoa holding a trident, riding atop a half bantha, half fish into battle. I will imagine that. Kalad <laughs> <laughs> uh, asks to allow to explain himself. And he says that he worked for Midikin Industries on Coruscant. Captain Daddy knows immediately that they had Imperial contracts. Kalad says that he's not political. It was only a paycheck. But he could be political. He can help the New Republic with his tractor beam technology. <laughs> I hate this guy. Uh, Han sees that Leia probably comes to the same conclusion he did about helping the Imperials get better at killing their friends. But Han does feel a twinge thinking about how he's also done questionable things for a paycheck. And a lot of people probably didn't even know that the rebellion was happening because like he didn't really until he ended up doing that job that led to Luke. So like Han has also worn the wrong uniform before he found the right one and so he couldn't say that he was an asset to the empire <laughs> but he still got <laughs> a paycheck from him I gotta say Star Wars really has trouble reckoning with the fact that bounty hunting is a shit job yeah. and they're kind of shitty people it really is a struggle with that truly <laughs> Uh, That's why they kind of make all of their characters that they like that used to do it not do it anymore. Boba Fett doesn't do it anymore. Din Djurin doesn't do it anymore. Han, yeah. Lando. Yeah. I don't know if Lando was ever a bounty hunter, actually. Oh, was, was Han a bounty hunter? I thought he was just a yes. smuggler. Isn't there a difference? No, he wasn't a bounty hunter, but oh, he same, wasn't. But he he same was thing. Morally pound around shit. with him. Yeah, and like if not bounties, then like still pulling off questionable jobs. Sure. Yeah. And um, like palling around with and probably working with bounty hunters too. Right. Right. All of the 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 underworld, uh, yeah. the underbelly, uh, as they so call it. Han and Bosk were best buds. I love Bosk. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I love Bosk because he killed Corrin's dad. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Han does know that kidnapping a war hero for ransom was a line that even old Han would not have crossed. So he doesn't feel like 100% pity for Kalad. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of struggle to believe that. It depends <laughs> I, what kind of war hero. I think now he's like, I would never do that. But I think if it had been the right war hero, the right situation, the right amount of money, I think right, he like, done it. Is it a war hero for the Imperials? Because, like, maybe I would kidnap. You know? What kind of war? Like, who's, who is the winning person of this war from whose perspective is a war hero, right? You could be a war criminal, war hero, same side of the coin. Uh, so that gets into a really gray area. 
Yeah, Captain Dick. The actual problem is the the war part. Yeah, but this is Star Wars. Fair. So <laughs> we're kind of fucked on that aspect. Uh, Captain Daddy says the problem is that if Kalat had followed through, it would have been cast catastrophic. And Leia responds that yes, it would have shadowed the Halcyon's launch. And Han's like, that's not the fucking point. Um, and they go on to say the feeds would have blown up into a story they couldn't control. Han would like to point out that's also not the point. <laughs> Look, Captain Daddy has one objective, all right? Uh, Han is flabbergasted <laughs> because it doesn't seem like anyone is focusing on the fact that she would have been kidnapped and held for ransom. <laughs> she's done it before. Like, she's oh. like, whatever. I've, yeah. I've survived it every other time. And like, were you just ransom? You just pay that. He, he, he runs a cruise liner for wealthy people like he's got the money oh my gosh uh zelma the hot uh points out that kalad is a stowaway but captain daddy says that's a crime that can usually be made up with labor zelma confirms that kalad is good at engineering uh and kalad says that Although his main goal was to beat his investor, he also wants to see the Halcyon's 13 engines. And he even did his thesis on the Draybor configuration from the young Imperial scholars. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> or whatever it is. Kid was uh, gifted and talented, didn't know what to do with <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Uh, this, is, this is the first one when I, when I like have a little tinge of like empathy for the guy. So just like, oh, you just humanized. Like, I can't relate to this because I'd never in my life want to see the 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 13, you know, engineering wonders of the world. Right. Like, I do want to see the, you know, the natural wonders of the world. So I guess that's the equivalent if you're a big engineering fan. Could be. I'm not an engineer. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I'd love to see like a Tesla coil, like up. Like, oh, man, that would be pretty Tesla fucking coils. cool, actually. Yeah, there we go. Right, being the kit, yeah. I just want to see the giant Gundam. <laughs> we all have that would thing. be a feat of engineering. Uh, that is a feat of engineering because it, it does it, it does, it does exist. exist. It does exist. Yeah. Han does not like the look that Zelma and Captain Daddy give each other. Han is like, "Oh, great! This would-be kidnapper has skills, and he'll totally be punished by giving him exactly what he wants." <laughs> so such punishment. Wow. And Leia offers the compromise that Kalad works during the day, but spends his nights in the brig. Again, that does not sound like punishment. That sounds just like regular work. <laughs> That's just a job. I guess it's, That's just it's a job. punishment when you're on like a luxury cruise liner and you can't fucking get involved in anything. Yeah. Can't eat the fancy food or anything. I mean, but he that's is going to be life fed. too. Like, go to work, come home. <laughs> You'll get the table scratch. Watch all sorts of yeah. fun things happening outside my window as I continue to read my book inside my brig. <laughs> Danny, he doesn't have a book. Sorry, a hollow pad. I don't think he <laughs> does. He even have a hollow. I think I just took everything away from him. I think he's I just know. bored. Uh, Zalma promises Han that he'll keep a close eye on him, and only and says only to Han if he tries anything, I'll put him in the skate pod myself uh so zama's great <laughs> is the conclusion uh captain daddy escorts han and leia away from the brig when he asks if there's anything he could do for leia she uses this opportunity to say that he should change their flight path <laughs> because the meteor storm is too dangerous with all of the hollow feeds watching i'm gonna lose my fucking mind leia i'm gonna, gonna go fucking insane <laughs> I'm gonna, if I was the captain of a ship and somebody kept doing that to me, I'd be like, I'm gonna kick you off this fucking ship. I'm gonna put you in a, actually, the escape pod is a good idea. Yeah, you're <laughs> going in there. You could fucking go where you wanna go. I wanna see this cool meteor shower. Yeah, because Captain Daddy insists that it's not dangerous. He's flown through it many times. And Leia looks to Han for help and he picks it up lightning fast. He asks Captain Daddy about if they've sent scouts ahead to make sure the extra burst from the meteor storm has settled down. And, uh, oh, I just totally left off Captain. <laughs> okay, in these show notes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, Captain Daddy doesn't know what Han is talking about. Uh, Han asks how long it's been since he went through um, Esavea, and Captain Daddy realizes with some frustration, it's been 
about a year, right? They were taken over by Imperials, whatever. And uh, Han and Leia continued to manipulate Captain Daddy and make him feel like he would, in fact, be risking the safety of the Halcyon by viewing the storm. He asks Leia if she can vouch for Mador's being a good alternative for the ship to take. Leia, who has never been to Mardor's, uh, says that, oh yeah, it'll be great. And she's gotten enough info from Major Neoma to know that it would suit the elites on board the Halcyon. And she mentions that she had previously, literally hours ago, had been in contact with Prime Minister Jens, who had personally asked her to come to the moon to look at the ice palaces and the art. I don't think I've even been more frustrated with Leia in my life. Yeah, yes, really like gatekeep girl part. boss. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's doing. It's really like and her, and her fucking schmuck of a husband is just going along with it. Girl needs to learn how to fucking respect people. <laughs> right. Uh, Captain Daddy has to talk to the navigator and cruise director and asks if he can name drop Leia, which she is very pleased about. Um, if she can bring a shipload of tourists to Mador's, then maybe that'll be reason enough to broker an agreement and she can give herself the wedding gift of a new world joining the Republic. Oh, Bruh. that's exactly what I wanted too. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> In lieu of gifts, please have your world join the new Republic. No, give me gifts. <laughs> Han, ever the professional waits until they're back in their cabin to ask Leia what her real motivation in going to Madors was. She excitedly tells him about Carnium and how it's their chance to make an alliance before the Empire does. Han is unimpressed <laughs> because he didn't think that this was a mission. This was supposed to be their honeymoon. Leia makes it worse by repeating that she doesn't understand why he's mad or why it's such a big deal. Han doesn't care about the meteor storm, he cares that she keeps mis mixing business with pleasure. He knew that she'd have to do some politicking, but she cares more about her image than the fact that someone was going to kidnap her. I mean, Han, this is what you get when you marry someone that you know only from work and have never spent any time with outside of work. You gotta spend some time outside of work. Yeah, you really do. Because <laughs> it might be that if you've never spent time with them outside of their work, the reason is because they're never outside of their work. Ooh. Okay, I got a little too personal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Leia asks why he even backed her up if he was so against going to Madores. And Han says, because you're my wife. If you're running a con, I'll always back you up. Aww. And that is actually real goals, um, honestly. <laughs> it does shut Leia up for a moment. But she still bites back that Han knew he was marrying an ambassador and a politician when he proposed. No, he argues. He thought he was marrying Leia. But she says that is who she is. Yeah, um, my identity is my job. Yeah. And they just use the word flechetti. <laughs> I think is a it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's flechette. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, no, no, it's flechetti. It's flechetti. <laughs> That's a real word. Okay. Real word. It's so hard to figure out what's a real world and what's a Star Wars word. If it has an SP at the beginning, then it's a Star Wars word. Well, that's just a space word. That's a splish it. Splish it. <laughs> Sorry, splish it. Splish it. That sounds like spaghetti. It doesn't like spaghetti. He's weak. I'm splish As we murder Ash. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> payback uh what did i do <laughs> so let you just be crime ash that's fair yeah, that was 100 your fault that was not a group effort at all <laughs> they get into a glaring contest and han is spiraling Aww. in his head they're doing all the classic honeymoon activities <laughs> i know check it off because all he wants for Leia is for her to care about herself. <laughs> she keeps prioritizing the idea of the ideal government over anything for herself. Han tries again, this time not shouting. It helps. It's who we could be, you know. 
Think how different this could have been if you'd bothered to give me a heads up. Talked about what you wanted. Asked me to help. We'd be celebrating right now if you'd let this be something we did together. Leia knows that he's right. And so she just leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've all been there. Oh, this woman is driving me crazy. And And not in a good way. No, Han is not comforted that he's right for once. (laughs) This is really not what he wanted. Leia, please just go back inside. But she won't, and she doesn't. She's moved by Han having her back, even when he suspected she was wrong. She still thinks that she did the right thing. It's the bigger picture that matters. But Han was still right. They should be a team. Leia goes back into the climate simulator, which is now snowy and cold to reflect the climate on their next stop, Modors. The kids are all having a great time ice skating and playing in the snow, but some of the elites are much less happy about it because they didn't pack for the snow. They wanted to see the once in a lifetime sight of the meteor storms. I would you also know what? be furious. I can, yeah, yeah, I can relate to Lily. It's like a whole thing, but I'm like, no, I would be really mad about missing the meteor storm too. I mean, I fucking lost my mind like when we had two episodes for Ender when they mentioned the eye, and it took like two more episodes to see the eye. And every episode, I was like, fucking show me the eye. Show I me the eye. God. <laughs> I'd be yeah. real mad this if I missed those once in a lifetime. <laughs> Where I think shower. that the 1% are very sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the kids are excited about the snow, but fuck the kids. Sorry, you That's... changed our itinerary, but <laughs> but it's printed. I, I made a whole I made a whole spreadsheet. I mean, listen, you 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 don't just change stops midway. That's wild. Uh, anyway. Leia continues to people watch and then she gets a spiral about how she's the only person there alone. Who goes on a cruise alone? She wasn't meant to be alone. Or was she? Oh, shit. (laughs) Someone needs to just walk around and like hold up a sign that says you're on your honeymoon. Girl, your husband is, is in your room. Go see your husband. No. Leia thinks about how when she started seeing allies die, she started isolating herself and trying to do as much as she could on her own and compartmentalize her attachments. And caramelize her attachments. (laughs) Yeah. I I also haven't had dinner yet. Uh, Leia constantly tried to prove over and over again that she didn't need help, didn't want help. The more independent she became, the less likely she was to hurt others, including herself, which... Fuck you, Beth. (laughs) 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 But Han didn't care about the galaxy or whatever or any of her flaws or mistakes. Oh, I already lost my spot. The entire galaxy could revile her if they knew about her connection to Vader, but Han would never. He would never let her be alone. But she couldn't give him the one thing he asked for time leia is determined to let herself claim some happiness and learn how to let han in past the walls that she had spent the entire rebelling rebellion building once she figures out how to do that yeah let me just finish this one quick task and then i'll work on self-improvement but first madors yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> han gets bored alone in the room and eventually turns on the helpful assistant d309 welcome back d3 she tries to help him figure out what he wants to do but han is like i want to be naked and alone (laughs) she's like why do you need a droid for that like your options are limited (laughs) and she's staying in your room then yeah she pretty much just says do whatever you want and leaves I don't know what else he expected from that. He's like, help me figure out what to do. She's like, here's all these things. Like, but I don't want to put on clothes. Well, I want to be alone. And this isn't a fucking nudist cruise, man. (laughs) (laughs) There are children on board. Han decides to get dressed and head down to the Crown of Corellia dining room to get more brown filled pastries. So you're literally doing the opposite of the two things that you want right now. Is you're getting dressed and going to be with people. <laughs> I mean, I would fucking go out of my way to get delicious pastries, pastries too. Yeah, That's fancy fair. delicious pastries. Listen, yeah. sometimes it's two a.m. and you've just got to put on some pants and go to Taco Bell. Okay, it's just it's true. <laughs> it's true. 
On deck four, he sees Kalad and Zalma chatting intensely as they walk through the engine bay and Wozak trailing behind. Wozak is the only one who notices Han and goes over to reassure him that he's keeping his eye on Kalad. He doesn't trust them, especially the way Kalad looks at the tractor beams. The same way you look at Leia. Dude fucking loves tractor beams so much. He fucking loves. I do. Beams. Someone that looks at you the way Kalad looks at tractor beams. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, thank you. Actually, <laughs> Han muses about tractor beams ugh, and how everything the Empire touched was corrupted. He's interrupted by Riola asking if he knows where Leia is. He snaps a little too much, and it's so awkward. <laughs> He needs to fucking, ch- they both need to fucking chill and stop peeping up, t- treating everyone else around him like shit. It's awkward. Like, I get you're on a super rich cruise. These are still working people. These are still good people. Like, yeah. like Riola's fucking, I love her. Stop doing this. She's perfect. She's just trying to help. The dining room is very busy and Han orders six Ban Chok hand pies to go. Riola tries to help Han because she's there to make sure the trip is good for him too. But Han refuses to acknowledge that he's upset. He just wants pie. He's not mad. He just wants pie. It's reasonable. Yes, Han Solo, reasonable man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Han and Riola get into a discussion that is on the surface about pie, but I don't think actually is about pie. (laughs) Because, you know, Han is like, well, they could ask for help if they needed it, Han muttered. He paused, mulling over his own words, then added, might get me my pie quicker. (laughs) Dude, they're fucking busy. Leave them alone. And Riola is like, hey, it's harder to ask for help sometimes, especially if you're used to doing it yourself. (laughs) I love her. (laughs) Han continues to be obtuse uh, because now he has the pastries and he leaves. But Riola follows. You know, you're right. Some things should not be done alone. The Banchok hand pies, for example. Did you know that they take a full standard week to make? The filling has to be mashed and sweetened before it's fermented at a precise temperature. The final days are crucial, often requiring adjustments to the mixture hourly. Painstaking labor over so many days requires a full staff of chefs to work together. Uh, I was for a while there I was like oh this is just a way of avoiding saying it's a chocolate pie and then she started doing that and I was like oh never mind that's not chocolate no this is a this is a this is very different this is this is entirely different I also like the idea of like cut over to Han and he's just got like crumbs on his face yeah the whole the thing got eaten two and a half seconds he's just like you have any idea what went into that pastry You didn't even chew it, Han. You just swallowed it. Like. <laughs> you just opened, you just like unhinged your jaw slightly and just went right down. <laughs> uh, so I was also very extremely called out by this part, Riola. Thank you for, thank you for that. Um, but now, most importantly, we have a dramatic, reunion, re- dramatic reading of Han and Leia's reunion. He could see that she was nervous. She hesitated, taking a step toward him, then lingering back. That would not do. You know, Han said, I've seen you command control centers, shoot stormtroopers point blank when they had us cornered, and stand in front of Darth Vader without so much as weak knees. But I've only ever once seen you afraid. Leia shot him a confused look. Han snorted. Don't you remember? You're shaking like a leaf. A flush rose on her cheeks as she recalled the moment Han spoke of, the two of them in in the Millennium Falcon just before they'd kissed for the first time. Leia took a step closer, her jaw set stubbornly. I was not shaking. Positively quivering. He stalked across the cabin to her. Not with fear. Leia was in his face now, her chin pointed up at him defiantly. And what made you tremble? Han brushed her cheek with the back of his knuckles and Leia crumpled against his touch. Leia. He whispered. I don't ever want you to be afraid. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but I especially don't want you to be afraid to talk to me. He brushed aside a lock of Leia's hair that had escaped her braid. The nerves that had wound her up tight melted with the soft relief sigh that escaped her lips. 
She leaned against him, resting her head on his chest as he wrapped his arms around her. You should know by now, he murmured. No matter how many times you push me away, I just keep coming back. Stubborn scoundrel, Leia said without looking up, her breath warm on his neck. Stubborn scoundrel who came back with pie, Han pointed out. I mean, I do love a man who comes back with pie. Yeah, that's actually... Yeah. Food is my love language. Power, power move. Power move. Yeah. Even if it was only two pies out of the six, at least he came back with... He's like, <laughs> we can half them. He's like, hey, you can have... Look, I brought back two pies. <laughs> one for you, one for me. <laughs> I kick Han's ass. <laughs> Why are there crumbs in the box, Han? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Why are there crumbs on your shirt, Han? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Salacious bee crumbs? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So at least Mordor's is a pretty ice planet. And there aren't any Tauntauns, which I don't think is a plus. So (laughs) Leia packs several outfits because she knows what's up. And she's decided that she's wearing a white Gwendol Wood cloak that will keep her warm, but hopefully impress the prime minister and remind the people that the white fabric symbolizes the Alderanian royal family. <laughs> they board the shuttle down to Mardor's and D3 just refers to Han as Han, not General Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Leia asks if they fought and Han is really shruggy about it. But I think that D3 probably lost respect for him after that whole alone and naked thing. I think that's fair, honestly. D3's D3's like, you're going to be weird at me? I'm going to be a dick to you. I'm alone and naked all the time. It's not all it's cracked up to be, Han. Yeah. Also, why did you call? Why did you call me for advice if you just wanted to be alone and naked? Han, be respectful to droids challenge. Please. Han is grumbling about how Kalad isn't in the brig. And what if he's on the bridge? Han is way more experienced than Kalad has, so he should be given a chance to pilot the Halcyon. And I don't know how many times we have to explain to Han that that's not how it works. And nobody just, else is piloting the Halcyon that shouldn't be. Kalad's just fucking doing some, in, he's like got a wrench. He's like knee right. deep in like oil or whatever. Like yeah, he's not like having a good time. Bridge. <laughs> Han's uh, having a full-blown like toddler temper tantrum here. <laughs> I don't want to go to the ice planet. I want to fly the fancy ship because I captured a kidnapper. And I also want to do it naked. (laughs) Everybody vacate the D3. D3. I want to be alone. D3. D3's like, stop fucking calling me then. (laughs) If you want to be alone, stop calling. (laughs) I love him so much. (laughs) He's so fucking dumb. I love him. He's such an idiot. He's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's an old man who is mad that they're going to Mardor's because it's cold. <laughs> but he also didn't have to go down for the excursion. He could have stayed on the ship. They're going to get to Sinjax at the same time as before. So please chill out, pun intended. That reminds me of my favorite Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin joke, which isn't even a joke. He just he just asks what killed the dinosaurs and then answers the ice the age. ice age and it's like yeah dog that's not a joke that's just a fact <laughs> he's just really thrilled that ice is that powerful yeah yeah <laughs> anyway i love batman and robin okay the shuttle provides the passengers with thermal heat discs and straffle wraps and i assume that a straffle is definitely related to a woofa because they both have double F's. <laughs> the name. I assume it's I mean, what it's... happens when you combine Saf with a giraffe. <laughs> a straffle. Oh, wait, there's no T in giraffe. <laughs> there's no T in nope. Saf either. That's <laughs> what happens when you can combine Saf with a Troidarian. No, no. I hate that. This... No. No, it's it's a cold weather woofa, I'm going to say. Okay, yeah, it's works. a it's a fluffy worm. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of that. Not a fan of that at fish, all. Why not a fluffy worm? Yeah, why not? <laughs> God. I okay. Uh, Leia fully. Apparently, spirals. my role this week is just to make horrible creatures. 
It's a great role. It needs to be filled. Leia fully spirals. Someone's got to do it. Your official Rogue Patron role. <laughs> Meg fully spirals. No, Leia fully spirals, <laughs> thinking about ice fishing and ice fishers. Yeah, she's in great state to be going into an important diplomatic meeting right now. <laughs> this, these, they, they need to bang it out and chill. Oh boy, and they need a bone. They no time work to be done. Bone. <laughs> Yeah, no, they need they need to. That that will probably help them, <laughs> honestly. Really that was the solution in that episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and it's the yeah. solution here. They just need they need a they need a Rosa to get that yeah get that to them. Riola could do that role. She just needs to tell them. Riola would love to do that. <laughs> Riola would like, love to do that. Yo, both of you are being problems right now. <laughs> <laughs> you need to bone down. I would love to see Riola snap in this book. <laughs> Oh god, I want to see her snap so bad. She deserves it. Let her say fuck. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone Star Wars is gonna do it, let it be Riola. <laughs> Riola, who has now become one of my favorite characters. In yeah, I love her. And partly, partly because she is a Pandoran whose yeah. name starts with Rio. <laughs> I, mean, I keep thinking of the Pokemon. Seth is a very specific type. <laughs> yeah, I do a specific type. It's blue girls whose names start with Rio. <laughs> Wow, that is so specific. Riola the Pokemon is a blue. I mean, it's happened twice, so you know. Isn't there a parrot, a blue parrot named Rio, an animated movie? That is correct. Oh, fuck, that is true. But (laughs) it's spelled spelled differently. Yeah, it's spelled differently. It's got to have the Y. Okay. (laughs) Leia doesn't have enough information about Prime Minister Yen's or Madors, so she's not entering with a strong position, at least not as strong as she would like. Maybe she, maybe this is a good sign she should have waited and prepared more and understood the message that he sent her before she did this. Not Wait, tried to maybe knock this out during your vacation. Not during your honeymoon. Change the entire course of this ship for a huge amount of people. Oh my god, they actually could hit an iceberg now. They could. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> this is gonna go Titanic. Oh no! I thought they were gonna get hit by a meteor. Da, now they put the option of an actual iceberg. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> Somehow this book is gonna end with Han Solo like hanging on to a ice drift. <laughs> there will be a banquet for the guests <laughs> because of Leia status. The mental but- image just hit me. I'm hot and lay on a door. It's so stupid. It is called Madors. Oh, don't. <laughs> don't. I can only take so fucking much before I crap. Before I crack. <laughs> crack, God. Or before. Yeah. Uh, so there will be a banquet. And like, she will have the chance to talk to Prime Minister Jens, but will it be enough to talk about everything she wants to? What if he's antagonistic toward her? What if she can't do enough for Madors? What if the Imperials are already there? I'm not gonna lie, I kind of wanted to fail out of spite, so maybe she'll learn a fucking lesson. I love when people learn le- I love when white women learn lessons. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see it, honestly. Like, I know she's the hero and it's good for the Republic to get things, but I would like her to learn a lesson from this. And the lesson should be don't do this. this I really just want to, you know, you know, watch Leia just completely fucking crack. That's <laughs> this is why I rewatched the Lula Rich documentary. I love white women learning lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Han holds her hand because he can tell that she is going to a work-related meltdown. Leia is comforted that, yes, she is unprepared to meet Prime Minister Jens, but not because she isn't a good diplomat, but because this was a very last-minute meeting while she's on her honeymoon. She's so close to getting it. She is so close to getting it. But she thinks maybe she'll be fine because, hey, this is her honeymoon, and that means Han is beside her. That could be a bad thing. Let's so, so close to understanding. Almost there. So close. <laughs> Almost there. Just one more, one more push 
You know that bit in Return of the Jedi where Han's like, I think I got it. I got it. When he's trying to open the door and then another and door closes sure. in front of the back door. <laughs> that's, that's Han trying to convince Leia to not do work on the run. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. I think, like, it's nice to have him to hold her hand and back her up, but also having a man who will get into a brawl just because a man will look at her, like, rudely, maybe not the best idea for a diplomatic situation. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> High-ranking politicians generally not known for looking at women inappropriately. Danny. Danny. <laughs> so go send her questions. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do those. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Last week we asked you, what do you think would happen if you sprayed water with bug spray? And we did ask you that question. Uh, huge shout out to everyone who answered this question without any context. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there's not much context in the. You first really place. don't need the context. <laughs> Dark Sapien said he'd cough and then whack you in the head with the closest metallic object at hand. That is the most realistic answer. Yeah. Yeah. Suarez said he'd become a Sonic Watto hybrid, and this answer was accompanied <laughs> by an egregious Photoshop <laughs> that I will never unsee. Oh, that's horrible. It's not even good Sonic. It's bad Sonic. It's Yeah, yeah. it's the movie Sonic. <laughs> it's the horror Sonic. What the fuck? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Lord. Sonic who just has human legs. Like it's Okay, does Suarez make this or fly this? Because this is a really... Honestly, impressive Photoshop for what it is. I hate to say, no, but I feel like Photoshop. I've seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not going to Google image search this because I, I don't want to see more. that, but I feel like I might have seen this before. <laughs> it's too good. It's too high quality of Photoshop for a shit post, you know? It's... <laughs> No such thing. No such thing. Yeah, because I'm sure the original quality. use of this was not a shit post. Let me rephrase. <laughs> it's too good. It's too high quality of Photoshop for this podcast. For a rogue quadrant shit post. For a rogue quadrant shit. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> this, My- we, we like finally this image was originally used in like someone's PhD thesis. <laughs> <laughs> On what? <laughs> bug spray. On bug spray. That anyway. <laughs> please, please keep going. Maya said, most chemicals in bug sprays target the central nervous system. So assuming a sufficient amount is sprayed, I imagine he'd lose control of his trunk first and it would go all limp and just hang there twitching like a worm and he'd be so mad about how it makes his voice. Watch out. Hmm. <laughs> You're, Maya, you're, you're I, marrying that person, Meg. I know, and I hate that it's cur- like factually backed up. I like yeah, that Maya's I had the nerd. same answer. I had the same answer, but I didn't have the scientific backing, <laughs> so I appreciate the backing there. Yeah, it's real. <sighs> yeah, wait, so where's smart, the scientific Maya? backing for? His skin will shrivel up. It'll turn out he's fuzzy underneath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Warman said. <laughs> Bug spray gives Tordarians an allergic reaction, so spraying water with it would result in him breaking out with the ugliest, scabbiest, most boil-encrusted rash you've ever seen. Oh. We, to be fair, we did ask a horrible question, but these we are did. horrible answers. That's a horrible answer. Woo! It's our own fault. <laughs> X-Wings in History said, the episode one Viz Dick tells us that Tordarians are partly composed of gas. What? So I think <laughs> Hold up. I have questions. <laughs> okay, that does what explain how Is that why they float? <laughs> What yeah, the fuck so. do you mean? He's got such <laughs> shitty little wings. It makes sense if he's filled with like helium or something. <laughs> Is that what's in his nose? <laughs> like a buoy, like it keeps it inflated. <laughs> does he like does he like put more air in or he must to go higher and deflate more air out and he must to go lower? No, I when he no. gets a cold, he's just grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Which begs the question because he's not far off the ground when we see him in, in, in Phantom Menace. So how high up can he go and how large can his nose become? Pretty no, big. I don't want to know that question. <laughs> like just imagine, I... just imagine a Watto blimp over the pod race. <laughs> 
but it's actually just water. The hot air balloon so festival of water. <laughs> no! Thousands of Tordarians. It was just the fucking it was just the fucking balloon fiesta in New Mexico, and now I'm getting an image. They were all Tordarians. They were all Tordarians. Because I've actually seen like 150 hot air balloons at the same time. And now I'm just imagining all waters. Oh, I hate that. Anyway, do you want to finish <laughs> your answer, X Wings? Uh, <laughs> deflating with a fart noise like a balloon is how that answer. <laughs> God. Um, Adam Ashford said he'd ban you from his weird junk shop. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's what i want yeah i don't want to come back like, primary objective if i somehow end up in the star wars universe get permaban from Wano's joke shop yeah also, okay. <laughs> i love this answer because it's such a weak ass response from Wado. <laughs> yeah you just sprayed him with bug spray and he's like mm, get out of my shop you can't give me any more money <laughs> Brooke said spraying water with bug spray has a reverse effect that attracts more bugs. Wado has yet yet to realize this, which is why he's always surrounded by flies. He sprays on more to keep the flies away, but this only summons even more flies. That is hell. That is some hell. Like, like the chemical... (laughs) Mm. It interacts with his gas in a weird way. Yeah, like, I would imagine that it changes, like, the repellent into, like, a pheromone instead. And then, and then just water with pheromones is cursed. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast episode. Yeah. Wait, wait, what do you mean? I, I always thought Watto had some strong sexual magnetism to him. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you done enough, Ash? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Dylan said, I couldn't think of anything funny, so I spoogled how bug spray works to see if that would prompt anything. I still don't have anything funny, but I now know more than I should about bug spray. <laughs> Regardless, Watto deserves it more than the poor spider chilling in the corner. Sorry, the spider in my room that I did spray this weekend did deserve it because it was one of the evil Australian spiders that oh, that's people. And yeah. can kill people. It deserved probably. it. No, I don't think it killed What have people it, ever done to anecdotally, the ire of any other creatures on this here planet? Anecdotally, it kills people scientifically. It hasn't killed anyone. What if... <laughs> Like a black widow bite doesn't kill you. It's just very awful. No, I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no real scientific proof that the spider bite actually does anything bad to you. But like anecdotally, it causes necrosis and stuff. So nobody wants to get bitten by one. But on the other hand, they are extremely aggressive. They see you. They come for you. So you know you've got to kill it. Unfortunately, <laughs> those guys aren't friends. Danny, <laughs> listener Danny, not host Danny, said if you spray water with bug spray, he'd say, "Hey, that was rude. Why did you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> so mild so polite <laughs> why is so polite why did you do that oh i'm sorry i thought you wanted to be resistant to bugs and then I'm you go a little separate confused. ways and move on with your day <laughs> yubsy said bug spray mostly just gets Watto drunk and he starts singing excerpts from pirates of spenzance <laughs> <laughs> no what no what <laughs> Why is this the first musical that came to mind? Yes, I must know. Listen, it's a, I don't know. I have nothing. I don't know why Watto would particularly enjoy the Pirates of Spenzance. Can anyone do a decent Watto voice and read Adam Green's response? <laughs> Define no, decent. Not not, not without okay. being vaguely racist. All right, I, like I was trying to... Ash. What? <laughs> Just make, just make Watto Italian. Yeah, make Watto Italian. Because I feel like any of the rest of us are just going to end up doing an offensive Italian accent. Yeah. It's got to be. I will just oh! fully be from Jersey. So. Hey, 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 I'm a Tortarian. Bugs press not to work out of me. Only my, wait, why are my silly little wings starting to shrivel? God, you, you swindled me. You knew the spray was going to work. Somehow you knew. Wow, that was so good. That was a really good motto. I was too busy Googling Pirates of Spendots because I didn't know what it was. And then I remembered it's, no, it's Pirates Penzance. of Spendots. My grandfather was named after a character in that movie. Holy shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, amazing. We're but I, still, lore. I think we should start a Twitter petition to have Ash replace 
Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario. (laughs) (laughs) And then have that, have Ash as Chris Pratt as Mario as the voice of Watto. (laughs) Imagine if Chris Pratt voiced Watto. (laughs) (laughs) So boring. I was too busy Googling something fucking stupid to realize what was happening before I knew it. Waddle's voice was coming out of my mouth. Before you knew it, I was Italian. You just fucking channeled him. (laughs) And finally, Jay said, at first, I thought this was a horrible question. Then I remembered Waddle was a slave owner. So go ahead and spray him twice. Even if it does nothing but annoy him, keep spraying. (laughs) True. Jay actually remembering <laughs> that Watto sucks. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. I'm giving a glistening buddy to Ash. That was that was amazing. <laughs> I feel like it's gotta go with a small with one foot to Adam Green giving us that. Yeah, Adam, Adam Green yeah. has to also get <laughs> yeah, okay. the, the collaboration between yeah, the writer yeah. and actor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't like that that's the one Star Wars impression I can kind of do. It's a great synergy. <laughs> now we need to read the Phantom Menace novelization no! so that we have some good dramatic readings. <laughs> no. Yeah, I do a great Yoda. I could probably be a Sheila Anakin. Okay. What well, about a regular little this. Anakin? I mean, he's a little shit, so, you know. Also, I'm a Kiwi, so, you know, he's got my Sheila Alexian. This week we're asking you to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how else. To respond yeah, no, to that. you're correct. <laughs> this week we're asking you to ruin another character from Jabba's pal- palace for us. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. characters. Okay, Reese is one. Yeah, yeah. I have to give this some thought. Yeah. Um, I think that I don't know if this is gonna ruin him, but it's just a thing I'm thinking. about. you know how like um flamingos get their pink color because they eat shrimp yep i I think that um max rebo is only blue because he eats exclusively blueberries you know what or believe that or the blue like (laughs) or the blue shrimp yeah yeah or watto you know i'm gonna believe in the blueberries because i want that to be me that's that's a power fantasy to me eating exclusively blueberries yeah i would eat exclusively blueberries if i could I do love a blueberry. I would accept turning blue out of that because it would be worth it. <laughs> also, then I'd get to be blue. It's like my my dad telling me when I was a kid that if I ate too much carrots, I'd turn orange. I mean, I did eat too many mandarins and mandarin skins and turn yeah. yellow, so it does happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time we've heard that story on Yeah, I just wanted to remind you that that is a real thing that happens. <laughs> Sometimes I block out things you tell me and then you repeat the story and it all comes rushing back. In. I haven't tried it with carrots, but I mean, it might happen. I don't know. Uh, I'm allergic to raw carrots now, so I'm not going to try that. Yeah, don't do that. That's, a, that's not worth it for carrots, no, of all things. It really isn't. They're fine. Uh, do you think if I eat enough broccoli, I'll turn gray? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right, listeners, before the builder starts whacking away again, um, <laughs> uh, you can answer this week's Glister question on our Twitter at RogPodron. Our email is RogPodron at gmail.com. Our website is RogPodron.com. Our Patreon is RogPodron. No. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. Our Patreon is at Patreon.com slash RogPodron. Whack, 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 Stop whack, 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 whack. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can find early episodes there join our discord uh, support milestones for certain things like making me watch Empire Strikes Back or I guess making us record a musical episode which I guess is a thing that we promised if we hit a certain amount of money <laughs> um, <clears throat> you can also make us watch Cats which is great that's going to be great um, and yeah oh there we go he's whacking I don't know if you can hear that <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I you hope- can't. No. You're telling me I, I'm muting I, this whole 
I heard a, a thud okay. or two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I okay, hope okay. he can hear you without any context whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, well, especially when I was yelling about how I'm being naked earlier. Anyways, uh, listen to us on your favorite podcatcher. Leave us a review on iTunes or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, Amazon keeps telling me to add the podcast to that. So fuck that. Uh, fuck Amazon. Um, <laughs> leave us a nice review, please. We will love you forever. Woo! All right. So next time, join us for Two Princess, Two Scoundrel, chapters 31 through 36. And maybe it won't be a disaster. We'll see. I wouldn't count on it. Maybe Leia, will this be the time that Leia remembers she's on her honeymoon? Probably not. But with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. I need to like yes, Watto, yes. That's the first time Meg has ever said that phrase. First and only time. Anyways, that was my funny. That was my funny thing. I'm done. Great. Oh, the the work project. My internet connection is unstable. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's been doing better. Uh, it's because I'm holding my phone up and using my fucking skull as a like an antenna. So you know. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know if it actually works, but it feels like it works. It feels like it works. It's been yeah. Better. Whenever I do it, it works. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. I'll just irradiate my brain for a quarter. Fine. I mean, that's basically that's, what that's we why do we had to install. I was like, "How is that antenna? different? How is yeah. that different from every other episode of Rogue Quadrant?" <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much just Rogue Quadrant. Irradiating my brain. Yeah. Actually, I did just realize it might be because I'm a building entirely made of metal. Um, that could be causing <laughs> an issue. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah.